The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast your twice weekly progressive politics and current events podcast as this show's title implies we are recording this from deep within the halls of the nation of zion and this is episode number 163 and i'm x your host for the show joining me this episode are felicia entwistle and kyle steenblick but since i'm doing this in post they don't get to chime in and say anything anyway welcome back to the show everyone we've got a great series of shows for you this week i can't wait for you all to hear them uh, we do go a little bit Trump heavy because this week fucking demanded it. I mean, there was way too much news that came up this week, and we tried to conquer as much as we could. No promises that we're going to hit everything that you want to hear. Uh, if this is the first time that you're hearing the show, um, we've got a lot for you all to enjoy. Uh, but let me give you guys a little bit of a breakdown of what's coming your way this episode. First, we're going to go into a story about uh, Tammy Duckworth talking some shit on Donald Trump. And then we have a real audio clip from Kevin Swanson talking about the shape of water. And then further down the road, we have uh, us kind of giving Trump some more shit because he's stuck in D.C. And then we have one of the most despicable audio clips I think we've ever used from Gavin McGinnis. You'll have to hear that one. And then, of course, since it's Monday, we have the Trump Roundup for you guys. However, we can't possibly encompass everything that happened in the news this week. I, I do apologize that we don't hit every note because there's so much fucking news this week, people. I, I'm sure you understand. So anyway, we're going to drop you off with one of our uh, a fellow podcaster friends out there that we really think you should be listening to. And then when you come back, we'll jump right into it with our first headline. This is the Utah Outcasts. We'll be right back. The Hardcore Skeptic Examines is a bi-monthly documentary-style podcast that includes interviews, research, and commentary from your host, Corey Johnston. That's me. As the host of the Brainstorm podcast, I've spent the last three-plus years trying to spread critical thinking and skepticism while having fun. This project is intended to look at some of those same topics covered by Brainstorm, but a bit deeper. With the long intervals between episodes and the long format, I'm hoping to provide good information that educates as well as entertains. Check out my Patreon for more details at www.patreon.com slash hardcore skeptic or follow my Twitter at hardcore skeptic. Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois uh, is a U.S. Army veteran, and she lost both of her legs while serving in Iraq. Uh, she's no stranger to calling out Donald Trump for his horrid treatment of military and veterans. And for anybody out there that thinks that he does love his military while he hugs a flag and stuff like that. No, he doesn't. He's done absolutely fuck all for them. Increasing oh, yeah, the Pentagon no. budget doesn't mean that you're taking care of your military and your veterans. It just means that people that are already pigs are getting more at the trough is all it is. So anyway, on this past Saturday, as we're recording here, uh, she had a fiery takedown of the commander in chief in which she says, I will not be lectured about what our military needs by a five deferment draft dodger. She said on the God Senate floor, damn. on the record. Yeah. Ooh. And so she's she's really pissed off about it. And I can understand why, because yeah. <laughs> I mean somebody that was actually in the military and actually did something for this country. Mm -hmm. And look, I'm not a military guy. Kyle's not a military guy. Felicia's not a military guy. So when it comes to affairs of the military and stuff, you, I, I don't feel like I can, I, well, I can't, and I'm a military kid and I work on a military installation in my past. <laughs> yeah. But the, <laughs> The thing is, is like I'm. Ne I would never consider myself military because I haven't no. done it myself, you know. And I, so, yeah, no. I'm. I. What I was trying to display is like I'm. I'm tangentially familiar with the culture. Oh yeah. And so for this guy to be all high and mighty on the horse, saying that he loves the troops, loves loves America, loves all this shit, he hasn't really shown it much of any way. And, bullshit. And so when she was on the Senate floor, she um, she was mainly pissed about his tweet. She slammed twi uh, Trump for his uh, baseless accusations and delivered a scorching retort to his bluster and said, I have spent my entire adult life looking for the, out for the well-being, the training, the equipping of the troops for whom I was responsible, she said. Sadly, 
This is something the current occupant of the Oval Office does not seem to care to do. I will not be lectured about what our military needs by a five deferment draft dodger, she said. And I have a message for the cadet bone spurs. If you cared about our military, you'd stop baiting Kim Jong-un into a war that could put 85,000 American troops and millions of innocent civilians in danger. Enough is enough, she said. I didn't spend 23 years in the military going through multiple deployments just a week in our national security, hurt our troops, and kick the can down the road again. God damn. I applaud this lady. She's badass. Yeah, and, I'm, <laughs> and you know what? And fuck Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell and all and Orrin Hatch for going along with this piece of shit. Well, they're mm-hmm. the, they claim to be the party that cares about the troops. Yeah. And no, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You never have. You never, ever have. And Republicans are essentially turning their backs on the military and national security in more than one ways, they said. Um, saying that their short-term spending bill offered the GOP could have, you know, led to wasteful and destructive national security ramifications and stuff. So we need to get a full budget put through instead of this kicking the can every month that we've been doing for like the last five months. Yeah. Well, that's because the Republicans well, really, can't write they, a fucking bill. Well, they've really been doing it for a couple of years now. Yeah. I mean, the, when's the, the fir- last time, when's the last time they actually had a full had budget, a, a full budget. <laughs> I don't know, but Donald Trump has been saying uh, in the um, in his email, I got I, I unfortunately get his emails, says, when I became your president one year ago today, I took an oath to protect, serve, and lead all Americans. Democrats have shown our country that they could never do the same. Could never do the same. They're saying that to Duckworth. They're saying that to Tammy Duckworth, that really? she could never do the same, lead all Americans. You don't lead all Americans. You don't lead all Americans, though, Dom. You lead your base. That's all you're fucking leading. The thing is, like, you can sit there and give me lip service all you fucking want. I know what you're doing. You haven't done anything for all Americans. Not one goddamn thing for all Americans. It's been his base and the evangelicals and the. You guys haven't been able to pass one fucking bill that all Americans can get behind. Even Bush was able to pass some like fluff pieces that everyone's like, all right, that sounds pretty good. Like, yeah. you, not a goddamn thing. Not yeah, one. Congratulations, thing you're making Bush look good. Both by far, by far. Yeah. And in, they at least seem like they had some ethics behind their actions. And in Trump's email here, he says the Democrats chose to use our military as a bargaining chip to fight for amnesty for non-citizen illegal immigrants. Go fuck, fuck yourself. You. No, go fuck yourself. There has been immigrants to this country who serve in the military too. There are non-citizens serving in the military, so go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. They didn't have a choice being brought they into didn't. this country. They did not. No. And that and that, that's their the thing, culture is, that is American. Their lives are American. Yeah. They're, in every aspect. They pay taxes like Americans. They pay more taxes than anyone on this show. Yeah, I would guarantee. Percentage-wise. Yeah. yeah, because they don't get a fucking return. You think they get a return? No. And they don't even nope. get to vote on how they're treated. They don't get a say in their government. The best they can do is work in political campaigns or volunteer in them. That's what they get. That's and, that nice and uh, now, taxation with that representation. Oh, but they're not citizens. Oh, yeah. Like They want to be citizens. There's no <laughs> way for them to do it. There's no way if they come no. out and say, hey, I, I was brought here and as a legal alien, they would shuffle them out the door. There would be no way to yeah. protect them. They would well, that's so what, what DACA did is it allowed them to come out of the shadows and say, I want to be here. Yeah. And then they had to meet some really fucking stringent yeah. uh, and pay a lot of money to do so, too. And yeah, then it costs got, a lot. And that gave them the right to work and to not be deported, to, and, but not not permanently, but what, having to check in. Constantly, and what, and what these guys are also overlooking is the fact that a lot of these people, because they because they were brought into this country at such a young age, don't actually have citizenship in other their countries country. in, the, in yeah. the country of of their of their birth or of their origin. Many of them have nowhere to go if they're deported. Yeah, where are you going to send them? Yeah, you know, send to them Mexico. back to the country they came home came Good from. Fucking luck. <laughs> Yeah, good luck. Some of them don't even know the country they came from. 
No, so, I mean, I, I know I've known people who came here at like four and they don't have family back there. Yeah. What are you going to, where are you sending these people? People who've been working, they, like, they act like they're all ta- like, and then they, they act like they're taking from us when no, all the not. studies show that they're not, all the studies show that they're contributing. And they're usually more American than your fucking Bush drinking, yeah, B-U-S-C-H drinking, yeah. you know, NASCAR buddies out there. Yeah. They're more American than they can ever hope to be. And they keep bringing, they keep bringing up, oh, but this is, this is amnesty. Yeah, it is. What's <laughs> fucking wrong with amnesty? There's nothing wrong. You don't have to be a hard ass with everything in the world, you know? Like it, it, you, you realize that this I country for easy. a very, 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 very long time did not have immigration laws. No, we no, let that anybody was, that wanted to come in. Door. <laughs> With Mexico, we had a revolving door, and that was really good for the economy. The yeah. first time we cracked down on immigration really hard, it tanked the fucking economy. This was, you know, well, it was, I believe it in was the 40s. Uh, well, and all all immigration policy, mm. all immigration policy has been inherently racist. Oh, for sure. Because well, and the that's, first the first immigration law was against the Chinese. Well, and that's this is where what it boils down to is racism. And the these people on the right are going to say, "Oh no, it's merit-based. Oh no, it's it's not." You know, they're going to have all these extra words on top of it. But it comes down to you guys are wor- you guys don't want to share with the brown people. You don't no, want to share with the don't, brown. People. They don't want to share they don't want to share with the other with other people. And th- and that doesn't just mean they don't want to share and they don't want to compete. Let's be yeah. fucking clear. Yeah. They, they it, it is not about uh taking care of Americans. It is not about taking care of our service members. It is about saying you don't get a place here because I want it. Not that I've earned it, not that I deserve it. I want it and you mm-hmm. don't get to be here. Well yeah, they're they're preserving they're trying desperately to preserve the the privilege that they that they have. And the real right. funny the real funny thing here is that with them being such hard asses against DACA and against immigrants and everything, what do you think is going to happen during the next election when it comes to Hispanic people, when it comes to people from shithole countries and stuff? Mm-hmm. Who do you think they're going to vote for? You're not doing yourselves any favors with the minority community out there, GOP. And they I know don't you think, think they need it. I think they think they can survive, you know, an election without having the minorities vote for them. But guess who consistently votes more than white people? Minorities. Brown people. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Particularly use... black women. Yeah. Particularly Thank you. You're welcome, black Alabama. Women. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Everyone owes black women, black people in general, but black women, a debt of gratitude. All right. Exactly. And, and, it's, and they've been doing that consistently, by the way. Black women are far more likely to door knock. They're far more likely to register people to vote, to get out the vote. Black women volunteer. Black women have been the backbone of change. The civil rights movement, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, the the backbone of that movement was women. It was black women. Black black women have been, uh, black trans women were huge parts of the um, Stonewall riots. Yeah, the beginning of Stonewall was a black trans woman. Yes. Black women have been the backbone of change, and they just keep getting fucking ignored. And not anymore. And I'm, not, I'm glad, not by this show. Not and I'm glad we have Tammy Duckworth out there, you know, fighting mm-hmm. the good yeah. fight and, you know, calling a spade what it is. So Yeah, and there's another woman of color. <laughs> Call it, calling a spade a shithole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He uses that to dig his shitholes at Mar-a-Lago because he can't fit into the fucking porta potty. 6'3", 239, oh. my ass. Six- Go fuck yourself. There's no fucking way. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Oh, hey. You fell for the princess. She's... She's like me, creature from another world. You need to get out more. She's alone in the world. I want to help her. I need to care for her. You're in love. Have a beer.
Oh, my body is a temple. Well, now it's an amusement park. No, no, no. The glandular balance... Just shut up and drink it, would you? What track? Eight. Can't smile without you. I know. Yep, I'm going to need a beer, too. It's been quite some time since we've had a Kevin Swanson uh, audio segment to listen to here. Sorry, folks, no video, so it's going to be just us uh, listening to Kevin Swanson talking about the shape of water, which you can check. Uh, Kyle, you did a review on this, didn't you, on your uh, did. YouTube channel, the uh, Rants and Reels? You guys yeah, need to go I, be checking that out. I did, I did. Yeah, it's, you do. It's, it's actually... good. I, I'm subscribed. I uh, I really enjoy it. Yeah, it, that's actually that's actually the uh, my current currently the highest viewed video I have. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so Kevin Swanson is going to be ranting about this because apparently to him it says that, uh, and this is the quote here, it represents the end of civilization as we know it. A love story is the end of civilization. Hmm. I can't wait to see how he spins this one. Here we go. Shape of Water, which is the other movie that got Best Director for Golden Globes celebration this year. And the, the Shape of Water is the first movie, as far as I know, that was explicit presentation of Leviticus 20, verse 15. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> However, I am going to I suggest... I believe he goes on to explain it, so it's fine. I am going to suggest that he buys a fucking noise gate for his microphone, because I don't want to hear him going... <sighs> into the microphone the entire goddamn time. Look, he has a really high resting heart rate, all right? <laughs> Man, that annoys the shit out of me as an audio guy. <laughs> I make sure that most of that stuff gets clipped out. So just, uh, it's, just, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. You can do it on a digital audio workstation, or you can buy some hardware to make this work. It's not fucking hard. <laughs> Obviously not a professional radio station, because they tend to have those mm -hmm. already. So anyway... And it's hard to even describe what goes on here, but of course the death penalty crime from Leviticus 2015 had to do with the absolute lowest, uh, most depraved activity that humans have ever engaged in at all. And it's only the most depraved people in the world that even want to mention this stuff, let alone... Like trading garbage pail kids Wait, cards when I was I'm, a kid? I'm sorry. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. Most because depraved. we know where he's going to go. He's going to go bestiality. Oh. And well, yeah. And while bestiality is bad, um, yeah, because you can't get most, consent. <laughs> exactly, the most depraved, the most. Nah. I'm sorry, genocide yeah. is the list of human sins. I've some, uh, raping I've, your slaves, raping your slaves. I've done some There's pretty that. depraved things to food. I mean, as as you would want to call it, food <laughs> at a point anymore, but. I mean, no judgment. I know, right? <laughs> we've don't, we've all we've don't all kink shame me. Look, we've all fucked a cheese sandwich once or twice. <laughs> just saying. There's a sweet spot. Otherwise, it becomes too congealed, and then it just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> sit there and watch it for two and a half hours on the movie screen. Well, this, my friends, is what has happened to Hollywood. It has pretty much worked its way down into the sewer. And uh, it's uh, the movie itself was completely centered around cross-species mating. A Star Trek dabbled with it a couple of years ago, but this uh, is a, a couple of years ago. <laughs> a couple, just a couple, just a you couple know, years ago, fifty or so. You know, by the way, just a couple. Leviticus is about having sex with animals, one of which we are, by the way. Yeah. But that's fine. You don't believe that because uh, mm -hmm. you don't believe in evolution. No. Um, it doesn't say persons. Yeah, and therefore everyone who's not human is not persons to you. That that's that's not helpful or realistic. That's not a definitive thing. Right. It does not say you shall not have sex with non-persons, but that would also get hmm. in trouble with the reality part because there's non-human persons. And see, yeah. it's just nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. But well, it absolutely is. Well, and the fact that he's even even. Well, the fact exactly that he's even trying to apply this logic to a, a a film, I mean, first, a piece of fiction, and two, a piece of fiction centered around um, a Hard magic ma magic monster. A, well, and, and a creature thing. from the Black Lagoon kind of thing. Here's, you know? here's yeah. the thing. This is the same thing that was used to say that 
white people shouldn't be having sex with black people because they're not they're not the same species which is entirely fucking entirely untrue yeah entirely untrue yeah because you know offspring comes from it so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we are the same species like we've we've spoken about this before race doesn't exist i mean race the concept of race exists but in scientifically race does not exist yeah and so um you know but this is the exact same thing is that black people and brown people and you know all all the ethnicity shouldn't mix because species some nonsense it's it's nonsense it's nonsense and so if there was a sentient person fish like a sentient fish person a a, a person sure like literally consent to sex they can communicate too yeah and they can Mm -hmm. communicate so then great we got consenting persons consenting to sex you know like, even but if i was watching define it that way he cannot if, define it that way even watching the movie arrival where you have the heptapods that were talking to uh the one lady character if they were to write hey you up you know <laughs> and she's like and eh, why not you know maybe something could happen because guess what that's consent you know yeah just, i mean really how 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 many times in your life is that gonna come up I mean, really, how many times are you going to have have that I option? Almost admitted earlier today, I'm like, if Donald Trump was to pay me one hundred and thirty thousand dollars to stay quiet, I'd take a shot for him. I don't care. <laughs> one hundred thirty thousand bucks is a lot of money, man. At least it would be. At least it would be quick. And I have no shame. That's the thing. That's the. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I hundred thirty. Hundred thirty. hundred and thirty thousand. But he promised. He promised like pizza three minutes on pizza. Let that go. Pizza on pizza. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat it because you missed it. What? Huh? Nope. Oh god, no. damn it! Listeners heard it. That's fine. Nope. Moving on. <laughs> missed it. I'm back. Nope. First movie, as far as I know, the first major motion picture in which uh, the movie presents the Leviticus 2015 um, uh, sinful habit uh, that that was r- really has only been uh, get to the point of the most depraved uh, people, the most insane people that have ever lived. Get to in the, the history point. Of mankind. In other words, Sorry, Steve, you, you don't go anywhere sanity. else. This is the end of culture. This is the end of civilization as we know it. Yeah. The other right. aspect of this oh, and the shape. Stop. Oh, my God. What the fuck was that? I don't know what the hell. Uh, end of civilization. People have been fucking animals forever. Though they, like, they have, they have, and there have been films about it, and it has been present in countless movies. I mean, have you guys was... ever seen the dogs humping people? Oh, there was yeah. a recent study that ostriches find humans more attractive than other ostriches, so that's a thing. Well, and I mean, I heard about, blame ah, yeah, I heard about dolphins sexually assaulting females that you know in the water, yeah, you know, yes, yeah, yeah, this is a thing, it's a yeah. thing, it's a thing and it, he's like the most depraved insane sorry no in fact no that's no. not true. what disturbs me what disturbs me is the fact that he is not he he's not calling out the musical number at all <laughs> that's you know what that's offensive yeah, it should be it uh, should be because also, because because a a, da- a ballroom dancing man from the black lagoon creature needs to be called out Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> this story has been around for a, long a couple time. hundred years now. And Hellboy. in the olden days, it was more sexual. Just a little bit. Just a bit. Now, did he look like a lot like Abe Sapien from Hellboy, or was he just kind of <laughs> a bit like that? I think it's the same uh, actor, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I think it is. It is, yeah, it is yeah it's Doug Jones. Yeah, look, I feel like he look, should look like Abe Sapien, right? Yeah, he, he does a lot. Yeah, I right. Guillermo. That's a good movie. But, I mean, I'm <laughs> sure it's beautiful. Oh, I love Hellboy. We were talking about that. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> Golden Army, completely underrated movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, great. Agreed. Very much agreed. Okay. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week. That if you're not beyond the veil. You're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. 
From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. You know, King Two Scoops is probably really upset right now by the fact that he uh, he couldn't make it to his party at Mar-a-Lago. It's my party! Name is my party! Now, I just... I've, we talked about this when we were <laughs> off the air. Uh, when we were talking about how... It's it's amazing now that he can't just use Air Force One to fly down to Mar-a-Lago right now. <laughs> he can't use uh, Air Force One or Marine One because... It's not official affairs of state, you know, it's not like yeah. a necessary trip. It's just him taking his, you know, normal weekend vacation, which I don't Every under- fucking weekend. It's like every fucking weekend. Yeah. When you get no, tired it, of it that, is. I mean, I, maybe he's working for it. Maybe that's what it is. Like, hey, if I get to do with the week this week, I can go down and uh, see my. Uh... Oh, he's not working. Are you serious? No, he's not working. And so anyway, he uh, he's he's pissed off, I'm sure, because. He was supposed to have a party on Friday. Government yeah. shutdown happened. And today, the shutdown's still happening. So, as we're recording on a Saturday. Uh, so, he doesn't get to go down because he can't really get down there yet. And he shouldn't go down because he's the goddamn president of the United States and there's shit that needs to be done in this fucking country. And he's he shouldn't not be doing away. any of it anyway. Just go. Fucking. I don't care, man. Like, you're, you don't, you're not doing shit anyway, Donald. Just. Just stop pretending. Just stop pretending you're doing anything. And so the Daily Beast here r- reports that from uh, Joanne Reed on on uh, MSNBC said on on Twitter the other day saying that not shocking news, but a bit of color. A GOP source tells me that Trump is furious about the shutdown, which is messing up his anniversary and keeping him from going to Mar-a-Lago for his party. Is this a thing? Is this a thing presidents do where they celebrate their anniversary? Well, I mean, getting- no, if you not, actually not really did no. something in your first year, maybe the people would celebrate it. But, he, but I don't. I'd never heard of this party before. No, no, this is no, it's this really is, not. This is mainly just for him self filating himself. Is all it really is. So. Well, I mean, that's entirely his. St- yeah. yeah, come on now. He can't. See his own penis can't no. get down there. Like hundred thousand dollars <laughs> per pair to come to this party. A hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars to come to this party as a fundraiser. To commemorate his one-year anniversary of his inauguration, you know those tiny crowds that they had the State Department and come out—not State Department, who was it? The 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 Fish and Wildlife? No, I don't remember who it was the Department of the Interior. <laughs> I don't remember which one it is. They came out and they said, "No, that this is the pictures of the crowd at this time, and this is Obama's at the time." And then you know that's when Sean was, Spicer yeah, started that was his whole the, uh, biggest the inauguration, Park. largest ever. attended inauguration ever. Period. Yep. Yeah. And then how? Kellyanne Conway with her alternative facts. And this was like when uh-huh. we finally realized, oh God, this is going to be a really long fucking time. <laughs> uh-huh. And it has been. It's been a long fu- God fucking year, guys. It's been bad. <laughs> it's been so bad. Oh my God. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, I feel my hands. I know where my hands Woosa. are. Woosa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a year. I'm not complaining. I'm not going to complain about. No. I just really. I won't complain about the things push, that I can can't have, change. Can we have pushback? <laughs> so, a White House official and another source close to the president told the Daily Beast on Friday uh, that he was complaining about the Republican controlled Congress's inability to strike a deal. It's not them. No, it's not them and their inability to strike a deal. It's you and the White House are the head of the party. There was a bipartisan deal on the table that they rejected. 
the president is the one who's supposed to be his primary job is proposing legislation and like that's his job and going to the minority majority people in the house and the senate and whipping for votes you know you are supposed to be working for this stuff they propose legislation they don't directly affect legislation but they propose that's their whole job that's what being a leader is oh my god it's like it's just like a governor oh it's so dumb (laughs) oh it's so dumb a governor is a president on a microcosm oh my god and you're supposed to go in there and be like what do i need to do to get your vote you know what do i what should i do to get your vote in the meantime paul ryan's like we'll bargain for the furthest right we can go oh and then there's just nonsense bills they're just nonsense bills that are they're bad they're bad they're not yeah not, not yeah even no the they're really bad perspective. not even from the liberal perspective because from the liberal perspective they're horrible but they're just bad they're poorly written they're ill-defined in mm-hmm. many cases they're completely unenforceable they or an cause, unintelligible too <laughs> or unintelligible yeah. like it just they're bad bills <laughs> and it and, and and there's just how how are the republicans so bad at this because it's not just <laughs> trump who's bad at this these because they had eight, eight years. Compounded. Yeah, no, it, it's it is compounded. You have you have you have Paul Ryan in the house who's terrible at his job. Who, you have Mitch McConnell who really who is did not appalling. deserve to be in that spot. You know, McConnell just, is appalling at his job. And meanwhile, you have the people that have retired Agreed. recently looking back and just mm-hmm. like <laughs> what was his name? Boehner. Yeah, John Boehner. If yeah. you read that whole article <laughs> that they wrote about him. Where he's like, I just enjoy smoking and drinking every day. That's what I enjoy mm-hmm. every single day. He's like, these people are fucking up left and right. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, they had eight years to start drafting shit. Just, just anything. <laughs> just draft a single thing. The Democrats did this under Bush. They started drafting budgets and proposals and they started drafting all this shit. Which is why. They- when Obama if they hit. got power, yeah, if they got power, they had all this organization behind them to start actually getting it done. And they ran into roadblock after roadblock after roadblock, and they still accomplished a fuck ton of shit. Yeah. And that is why this is so fucking baffling to me, because a lot of these fuckers have been in government for a long, long time. They fucking know better. <laughs> they know how to do this, and they just keep fucking haven't. <laughs> they just haven't. What the fuck is wrong with the republican party like i'm sorry I'm so for me just, the 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 deliciousness of this uh, it, the whole schadenfreude that i give here is that this is not only the anniversary of you know trump being March, elected but also yeah being right, elected uh, being yeah. elected and i'm ina- sorry inaugurated into office he couldn't even make it a year a full year without having the government shut down the same guy that sold thought selling steaks and an electronic store but he's the best be deal idea. maker he is the best deal maker he's not he, making oh yeah deals, he's though, great he he's the best deal maker x he said so in his book the art of the deal which was ghost written <laughs> mm-hmm. the ghostwriters come out and said he's crazy he's, stupid. <laughs> he's very dumb very exactly. very dumb so yeah, I'm glad you're missing your little party. I'm glad you're missing you the dumb little yourself. party you there. You, you, don't, don't, you don't deserve a party unless you actually get shit done. It's like, no, you don't, you don't deserve nothing to, done. No, you don't deserve anything unless you actually earn it. And Mr. Silver Spoon, you haven't earned anything ever. He's nope. never earned shit ever, ever mm-hmm. in his life, ever. He has done nothing. He has done nothing that is remotely noteworthy. I'm locked out of my old kingdom. You're not. You see what I'm saying? You're saying I could be a lawyer. I'm saying you're a football player. It's in your blood. That's racist. Your soul. That's racist. Your eyes. That's gay. That's homophobic. That's black. That's racist. Damn. I can see that from the downvotes that we got on the last time we started talking about Gavin McInnes, some people have problems with us talking about this guy because they (laughs) just pretty much like everything he has to say. (laughs) That's fine. We don't care. I mean, I I don't honestly don't give a shit. You can leave nasty comments and I'll delete them in the order in which they were received. I don't give a fuck. Uh, so anyway, he's going to be talking about Cory Booker having a the the fired up discussion that he had at the in the Congress this week, where he was talking to the okay 
prediction homeland defense or what what the fuck was it uh, whatever the hell the lady was the prediction yeah he's gonna have a subtle and nuanced perspective on the issues of race in this country and understanding that cory booker might be extra fired up because of his experiences as a black man if you wanted to translate that into be a blathering racist, yes, that's exactly what's oh, okay, going to okay, happen. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, uh, so not, not exactly. No, not, not nuanced got, at all, got, no. Okay, no, 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 no. Here we go. I just realized something. Cory Booker is kind of like Sambo. <laughs> <gasps> yep, right off the bat. Fuck. No. <gasps> Meanwhile, this guy has his own radio show has his own internet stuff you don't ever call ever 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 call a black person a sambo don't ever do it no even if you're a black person do not say that to somebody else uh, (laughs) can we just annex this guy from the i he's canadian the fuck no that's the fucked up thing is that he's canadian and (laughs) no i have i have zero interest whatsoever even 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 in fun even in making fun of it i have zero interest whatsoever in anything else he has to say now i no no i mean he he continues it on here so let's let's let him talk he's kind of shucking and jiving for the white man Yep, he just used oh, shucking and jiving true. in a sentence, God people. Damn, fuckity oh, fuck. Oh, oh. Overt racism from Gavin McInnes, as we kind of already knew that. No, just was- a, a black person having feelings and thought, speaking their mind, sh- shucking and jiving. I'm just. Oh my God. What What do you call that when a white person does that? Oh, discussion. That's right. So, you know, how dare he have emotions and discuss things with this lady? No, but if a black person does it, it's shucking and jiving, and you call them a fucking the sambo. White really, person? really, what, dude. What white person was this for? I'm just saying that. <laughs> oh god. my god, this is so gross. Cory Booker grew up rich in an all-white suburb. He's basically a white guy. His parents were very wealthy nope, executives nope, at nope, IBM. No. Who is not basically a white guy? No. Never basically a white guy. No matter does not who your parents exist. are or what your background is, or what kind of stature you had growing up. That has fuck all to do with how people perceive you based on the color of your skin. There's, uh... I, I, can't, I can't say it, uh, but there, there's reference to this, like, just... To them, you're still a... Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even with Oprah doing her whole maybe running 2020 thing, I don't want it to happen. However, the thing is, is that she could still be pulled over and be madly abused, even though she is Oprah Winfrey. You know, that's the thing is that they don't care who you are. It's black what doctors. pigment your skin is. There, there's there, there, there's black doctors talking about being called that to their face as they're administering medicine. Yeah, they're it's disgusting. It, it, it's disgusting. It doesn't. It does not matter your upbringing. It does not matter where you came from. There is no such thing as basically white. Since the concept of race was invented, mm-hmm. there is no such thing. And there is no... Disgusting. This is disgusting. He's not basically a white guy. He is a black man. Yeah. It does not matter if he came from a well-off life. He had economic privilege, happened. yes, but that doesn't mean that he, get, he shares the same privilege as you, Gavin. You know. No. Not at all. But he wants to be a black dude, so he pretends that he's down with the brothers, and he acts outraged about racism all the time. For white people. He is a victim of racism. He said that in the meeting. He said, I get death threats every day. They still call him that word. Yeah. He still gets called that word. Do you think any white senator gets called that word ever? Well, let's put it this way. You get called cracker or honky. Oh, man. Oh, that offends me so bad. You know, I've said this on the show many times before. Uh, As far as racial epithets go, the ones that they have for white people 
mean fuck all to me. You know, they don't hurt the way that the, the N-word does, you know. And there's a fucking reason for it. Exactly. That gets him votes from white. Yes, he gets the black vote. Anyone black gets the black vote. Obama was the least black yeah, man I've ever you. seen in my life, and he got all the black votes. But fuck what you. these guys are really trying to get is white votes, because that's the majority of people in this country. If you're in Japan, you want Japanese votes. And so he plays up the race card again and again. And what, what a disappointment to his parents. They didn't play the race card. They just busted their asses and made tons and tons of money. What does he do? He just gets up there and performs. For the white man pretending to be from the hood. Yo, I'm from Newark. He is from Newark, if I he, remember. He, yeah, yeah, he, he is. Well, I mean... Relatively close I mean, to close that, maybe. Probably yeah. suburbs right. of Newark. How but... dare you? How dare you, Gavin, speak to his parents' experience? How dare he? How fucking dare you? Playing and the race card. And he has never once pretended that he was, quote, from the hood. He that's not what he's doing. That speech that he was having where he was, you know, you know, giving a uh what did one was a a verbal lashing to the lady that was trying to say that she didn't hear him say shithole countries. She didn't she mm -hmm. doesn't know was, that Norway has He was has, using the word complicity. Yeah. Is yeah. that I'm sorry. I've that's never heard Eminem use that. And that's him playing race card. That's 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 him playing the race card. That's him playing the race card. Yeah. God, disgusting. man. <laughs> this is fucking disgusting. Anybody that still likes Gavin McGinnis after hearing something like this, and the reason that you like that is because it's oh, it's triggered us snowflakes. Uh, if that you is like not him, that is not somebody you need to have as your role model. Um, I'm getting people right pissed now. off for saying things is not the way to get an audience. People, mm -hmm. you're a fan of Gavin. Don't listen to our show. Just don't. No. We don't want you. Just yeah. Don't. Save your save your time. If you're a proud boy and you find you stumble across us, just realize right off the bat you're not gonna like what you're listening to. And you're not welcome here. I'm not. I'm sorry. You're just not. I don't give I, a I shit if you can I name five cereals. I don't give know? a shit about your views. I don't give a shit about your subscriptions. I don't give a shit if you give us money. If you're a fan of Gavin McGinnis, we don't want you. Get out. Yeah, after no, saying some shit agree. like that, I think this is uh, yeah. probably moratorium time on him. I don't think we yeah. should allow that kind of shit on here no. because that's fucking deplorable, disgusting. It was vile. It was vile. Yeah. And to think that he was one of the founding people of my one of my favorite news networks that I check out now, like especially for video content, Vice. He was one of the co-founders of that, and I'm like, how the fuck do you go from being like a cool vice news editor guy to being this guy? Just like how Dave Rubin started out as a young Turk and he's the guy he is now. It's like, what the fuck? I mean, I can understand. Oh, you're making money off it because you're making Whitey feel good. You know, good for you, asshole. But I think this is probably the last Gavin clip that we're going to use. I think. Talk about, talk about dancing for the base, huh? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's, uh, why don't you go, do, go up there and do a soft God shoe for some it. coins people throw at you, Gavin. Mm. Fucking asshole. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined... Click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Everybody got your drinks ready? I know we do on the Outcast. We have our drinks ready because you know what it is, folks? This is our 52nd, and we've missed a couple in between there because, you know, various reasons. But this is the 52nd week of the Trump administration. So, we're calling it a one-year Trump Roundup celebration, and I don't know if it's something we should really celebrate, but... But we're definitely going to drown it in alcohol. <sighs> yes. 
So here we go. Let's let's go into some of the headlines that have come up with the Trump administration this week. How about uh, Trump being linked to the mafia by the Fusion GPS founder? Well, that's not exactly new like, news. Yeah, I thought I thought we already knew he was like. Yeah, close. no, it was it was an open secret. It, it was well known, but but this is we're not talking about Russian mafia. We're talking about Trump having longtime associations with Italian organized crime as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah no, no, so, that was that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. been. I'm tracking. Yeah, that's been that that's been that's so been well he, that's been well known. He's got all sorts of hemispheres of you know criminal influence yeah. going on with his organization. Yeah, that's kind of so. been his thing. And so, if you haven't read the dossier, if you haven't read all of the transcripts, I'm not going to blame you because they're dry. Uh, they're go dry. To, and go they're to Reddit. How atrocious is this, you guys? That we're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes the mob. Like we're just yeah. that's that's not a big deal. The fucking president has mob ties, and we're not like, what the fuck? We're just like, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. No. How He's about like, our president that that had his lawyer pay a porn star one hundred and thirty thousand dollars through a shell corporation that came back to the lawyer for his yeah. indiscretions with, you know, having and and. I don't give a fuck who anybody has sex with. Like the Monica Lewinsky thing for me was not a, was a no go thing for me, except the fact that he used his position of power over an intern. That's the only problem I have with the whole yeah, but relationship. Did he had. really, but she well, yeah. wanted, but that's the thing. She really? sought it. She sought it. It wasn't yeah. something that he like demanded. We're, of her, we're not you know? calling it assault. We're not no. calling no. it assault. She it's, doesn't call it's it inappropriate. Assault. Calling you know? it assault. Yeah. At the very least inappropriate, but the thing the is, very is least inappropriate. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But so but but I, instead, we have Trump on record now, and I mean, not him saying this, but the mm-hmm. the porn star, uh, what the fuck is her name? Stormy Daniels. Stormy Thank Daniels. I don't which, know her. Not. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I do not know her work. I've probably seen some. I probably. I don't know. Uh, tell you. She's not my type. Late late friend of the show, Bud was a big fan. Oh. <laughs> That's how I know her name because he was a big fan. So, <laughs> cheers, bud. Cheers, she bud. Trump. He hated Trump, so that would probably have broke his heart. If if the cancer didn't get him, this would have. This would have yeah. killed him. This would've... <laughs> Sorry, bud. We love you, man. <laughs> so, let's talk about some of the other stuff besides the fact that the Trump was having sex with a porn star while he was married. You know, no big deal. Sure. Yeah, shortly yeah. after. Shortly after. He's shortly after he had a guy. kid. Yeah, yeah. He's sure. A piece of yeah, shit. He's no, a piece we get of it. Shit. We all knew that. Like mm-hmm. any other president, fun. any literally any other president, any this one of been, them. This would have. That's it. Him. You would have been done. You, they would have asked you to leave office because they couldn't mm-hmm. support you. Evangelicals, I'm I'm waiting for fun with real audio next week to talk about this kind of stuff where they're gonna make excuses for like, it. Well, he owned up to it, or you know, she's just lying, or something like that. They're yeah, going but to... he didn't own up to it. He still hasn't owned up to it. No, he hasn't. And th- this for her, this wasn't like some great big secret. She was like, "Yeah, we had an affair." Like, I don't know her. I'm not gonna judge her character at all. Um, I I don't know Trump and Melania's relationship. So like, fucking. And that's why Democrats aren't making a huge deal out of this because we're all sitting here going, "This fucking doesn't matter." Right. Yeah. With the, well, but yeah. Well, the, Democrats the aren't making a big deal of it because there's that. This is, I mean, the like fact that one he's a of those dictator that that's that that yeah, a dictator who just ha- doesn't yeah. have dictator power yet. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. this is like that's what we're no we on. nobody we do not care we do not care. I mean, yeah, he's a gross individual, and yes, he was shitty, and yes he's got some weird kinks but but the uh, the thing of it is that so we don't care about this we don't care about his affairs we don't care about any of that yeah. um and, and yes it would absolutely in any other president be a scandal the thing is that this is actually not a a hypocritical stance for the far right to take no because uh, whether, look how many of them have fucking well, side pieces you know well and, and, and it doesn't matter it, it doesn't right. matter whether they have side pieces whether they're evangelicals who don't believe in marriage outside of or sex outside of marriage and, and all that because all it comes boils down to is patriarchy mm-hmm. all it boils down to is submissive women and this is a whore and therefore they can disregard her entirely mm, because in yeah. their mind she's a whore this is what she does 
And Trump is the big man on campus and he is a patriarch. And so in their mind, this still like this morally lines up for them. They can disregard her and they can put her as a lower person and they can hold they can put the good women quote, you know, quotes on pedestals, which are dehumanizing, which I've discussed Mm -hmm. many times on the show, put them on pedestals and that still submissiveness of women. That's all it boils down to for them. And that's why they're fine with it, because it's still patriarchy. It's still the submissiveness of women that they care about. And and that and and to Stormy Daniels, I don't know if it is submissiveness to her. I don't like this isn't speaking from her experience. Yeah. It is about it is about the perspective of the men of the right. And so for them and, and for the women, uh, the the evangelical women, well, they are the good women. They're the ones doing God's work. They're the they're the good women. And then the women who uh, participate in patriarchy, they're like, well, this is how it's done. <laughs> it, it, that, that's just it. That's just that's no. all it is. So it and then there's those of us on the sex positive female empowerment side who are like she can fuck whoever she wants so like did you uh did you guys happen to see the photo that i sent out earlier this week of the pizza with the pizza bagel on top of it and had the yeah yeah there's a reason there's a reason behind that and i didn't want to tell you guys at that point because somebody had tried uh doing another gorilla network you know kind of spoof kind of thing where Mm mm-hmm where Trump was in the room with Stormy Daniels and he was going to order some pizza because she thought they were going to go out to a meal. This is a joke. This isn't real. Ah. <laughs> that it was it was believable though. It was honestly completely mm-hmm. fucking believable. And when you're reading it, I mean just like the the Gorilla Network could have been believable if they tweaked like uh, maybe two it, lines in it, you know. Yeah, they said he knelt in front of the TV. That's bullshit. That dude can't yeah. Yeah. not knelt and you know 16 hours a day in front of the television. That's kind of that's that's a bit much. However, this whole thing came up where he's like, I'm going to order a pizza instead of us going out. And he's like, yeah, I want to order a pizza, but I want you to put little miniature pizzas on top of my pizza. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I want to I want one of those. That sounds really good. right now." <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would at with keeping with my diet. Uh, yeah. I, I, so I can't do it, but I kind of want to try the pizza. With the mini pizzas, with the pizza bagels, with the Tostitos pizza rolls on top. Rolls yeah. on top. Yeah. I kind of want to try it. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I want to know and I want to dip it in ranch. Yeah. One of my all time favorite fat <laughs> guilt kind of things that I have is like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't open a bag of Totino's pizza rolls and, you know, leave some for later. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no they, they no, come in single serving bags. One serving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else happened here this week? Uh, he refused to sit with the Congressional Black Caucus leaders earlier this week. He did he, not. He, he did, did not. He it, did. It, it, he it had his uh, fake news awards that came out. Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, but they didn't really. Yeah, because probably, the website was broke. <laughs> probably. Boom. <laughs> hey, when you have somebody that has like 60 million people that are on their Twitter... And they put out a link. And a solid fifty percent of them are just following him, just so they can keep in touch. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Expect that you're going to get a high volume of content of people trying to hit your website at one time. So get a couple of load balancers. You know, make the sure the RNC website isn't prepared for that. They're like, no one pays attention to us. Our people send us <laughs> stuff with stamps every once in a while. So whatever. He uh, let's see. On Monday, he urged people in America to observe MLK Day by getting involved in their communities. Yeah. While he spent the day golfing at Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. And black women went, "Fuck you." That's yeah. what they did. Yeah. Oh, wait, let's talk about his physical for a second, since we were talking because about black fat women stuff are involved. Is my point. He uh, had his first oh, physical declared healthy by the White House physician. In excellent health he said it eight times in a paragraph yeah excellent excellent health that's fucking excellent health my god i am working my ass off over here all right six foot I work three. my <laughs> ass off and i am pretty good health i got carpal tunnel in both wrists and my knees they're you know it's shoddy yeah. um <laughs> but I, 
I have great blood pressure. I have great heart rate. I, I, my cholesterol levels are perfect. My eyesight is as perfect as eyesight could possibly want to be. And I never had a doctor ever say to me, once, you are in excellent health. You can watch as much TV as you want. No, most of the time they'd be like, well, you could stand to lose 10 to 15 pounds. And that's what they kind of said about him here as well. But Mm -hmm. they rigged the numbers just enough to make his BMI. My doctors haven't even ever told me to lose weight. And I still feel like I could use, I could stand to lose 10 to 15 pounds. So 239 and six foot three. And I get it. You know, people put people putting out all the stuff where they're kind of trying to fat shame him with like pictures of other athletes, athletes and stuff like that uh-uh, doesn't uh-uh. work guys it doesn't work but the no, thing is muscle weighs more than fat that's not comparable well and you here's the thing fat person i'm not shaming him and, and i uh, by my regards i think that if you are something you can you know comment on this stuff you know black people can comment on black things white people can comment on white people things you know anybody can comment mm-hmm. on white people things really but i'm just saying that you know i can't comment on the life of a skinny white girl i can't comment on that because i'm a i'm a dude but the thing is, my whole life has been obesity. So when I <laughs> I see this stuff happening and I'm like, oh, fuck you with your 239 at six foot three bullshit. Like I've been on the the higher end of the BMI chart. Even when I was in my best shape of my life, I was still, according to BMI, like 40 pounds overweight where I should have been. Yeah. It, and this it, is like nine, nine minute miles, seven minute miles every once in a while. And, you know, lifting weights all the time. Like, I was in really fucking good health. Not anymore. But the thing is, <laughs> I was never at 239 at six foot. He's not six foot three. Come the fuck no on, way. people. He was at like 0.1 behind no where he needed to be on the BMI chart. And it's just ridiculous. And I guarantee they submitted those numbers to the physician, and the physician just had to go off of them because. We've mm-hmm. talked about this. He could lose his job and he's military. Like there's so many things that could go wrong for him if he did not go with it. Yeah. And it's really easy to convince someone of an idea if their paycheck is on the line because of it. I guarantee fucking tea, they provided these numbers to the physician and he yeah. just worked off that. And then they were like, and he did a mental assessment. And apparently he did that in front of the physician. And it's like, great. He identified a fucking camel. That does not. Mm-hmm. That's not a comment on his mental stability. That was just a te- test for dementia. Yeah, that's one. That's one fucking thing. That's the that test you give. Thing. That's the test you give the old people that come in mm-hmm. from off the street because they don't know where they are, who they are, and stuff like that. So you need to test them for dementia like that. This is not a cognitive test. This is not. No, a it was not full blown even... battery of something. This is a quick to take, stupid little test and that would tell not... somebody. There's not one fucking test that tests your cognitive ability. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, as an EMT, you do basic check-in tests. Like, where are you? Uh, what's the date? What year is it? Do you know what day of the week it is? And, yeah. and, and oh, and by the way, if a regular person hesitates and they're like, uh, Wednesday. Oh, I mean, Tuesday. That's not a fail. Yeah, that doesn't mean impairment. That just means... <laughs> That people forget people, shit. Like, yeah, no shit. But, but like, if they like, they're like, it's 1966. You're like, okay, you're having issues. Um, issues. Like, it could seriously just be I temporary. Am the king of France. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, like, it, it, this wasn't comprehensive at all in any way. No. To, to, to diagnose someone, I mean, you actually have to sit down with them. It's just craziness to me because I had to sit down for an hour before my therapist went, okay, you might have, and she was the first, (laughs) first one. She was like, you might have a little bit of PTSD. And then the second one, she's like, you got PTSD. Like, (laughs) she's like, like, no, this is PTSD. Like, but (laughs) I, I laugh because it's kind of funny that she went from like trying to be all soft and sweet with it. But like you, you have to sit down and you actually have to go over these things. Like it's not, it's not a fucking written test. It's not no, ten no, minutes, you know. Yeah, th- no, no, no. And he's not even, he's not even go, that kind of a doctor. No, no. Uh, you think of, uh, you think of an MD, uh, family practice MD, because I have to be specific here. Family mm-hmm. practice MD can diagnose PTSD. 
No, they cannot. Yeah. That's not their specialty. <laughs> and that's why they don't. That's why they don't diagnose PTSD. They yeah. might say, okay, it seems like you're having some anxiety that's about why some you stuff. get referrals and go to mm-hmm. the real doctors. It's fucking craziness. So that's all we got for Trump. And it's been one hell of a year. Let's uh, hope that we can still continue to do this for another oh. week. One more week. I don't want anything beyond that. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll be here. Utah, Hi. I guess we'll be here. We're going to continue to do this because it's all we got. I mean, not all we got. I mean, obviously we have other show to do, but the thing is <laughs> we have to have some sort of release valve when it comes to this guy. And we hope that you well, enjoy our bitching a, about the president. And as call much to as- action. And at the very, very fucking least. Yeah. This is a call to fucking action. We're doing it. I mean, at the very, very fucking least, this call to action is to get out and fucking vote like a goddamn adult. I just love how we told them so, so many times. So many times. Before so this much. election. So many times. We've been calling him a, an authoritarian, a dictator in the making forever. And yet, forever. here he is. He's just too stupid to have his Reichstag fire. That's all, he, that's yeah. all he's waiting oh. for. Oh, it's just been a year. It's One just year. been a year. Yep. I mean, dictators aren't made in a year. No, it took it took Hitler quite a while. <laughs> it took him a while, and, and and they can be idiots. They can be idiots and still win. That's the fucking problem. Is they people are like, yeah, he's too stupid. That that doesn't fucking matter. Uh, he doesn't, no. doesn't fucking matter. I'm just okay? waiting for the the first person to bring in the whole Godwin's law when I just brought up Hitler there. I'm just waiting for it. Like, oh, you went to Godwin's law there. Godwin, like, uh. Even Godwin <laughs> admits this guy's not good for us. Yes, he's yeah, still even alive. Godwin's people. like. Yeah, it's fine. Happy trails to you until we meet again. All right, folks. Well, that's it for us this episode. We'll be back in about 48 hours for the next action-packed episode of the Utah Outcast, which is our Wednesday episode that we're going to be dropping then. So if you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss out on any episodes. However, before we finish this up for the evening, uh, we do have to give the thanks to all of the people who make this show possible and keep us going. Uh, so we have Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, The Atheist Ranger, I knew you would say that, George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitiff, uh, Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, head of the Brainstorm Pod, oh, I'm sorry, host of the Brainstorm Podcast and the Hardcore Skeptic, Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, Kimberly Kellogg, and our newest member, Rob Otto. Welcome back to the fold, sir. Uh, all of your people's support is doing wonders for the show. I couldn't be more thrilled to have you along for the ride. If we can do anything for you, let us know. I mean, we are very much a full-service podcast. We love every one of you people that listen to us. Uh, please do get in touch with us. If you don't have the means to share money with us, that's fine. If you think we deserve a five-star review on something, that would be awesome. We have no new ones this week, and I'm uh, I'm chalking that up to it being the new year. Get on it, people. Uh, so with that, it's time to bring episode number 163 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. The word is about there's something evolving. Whatever may come, the world keeps revolving. They say the next big thing is here, that the revolution's near. But to me it seems quite clear that it's all just a little bit of history repeating.
enjoy. Woman, man, girl and boy, feel the pain, feel the joy. Inside set the little bits of history repeating. didn't have to have I mean, <laughs> all of these headlines written down, read over, fact-checked. Yeah. I just... I'm tired of the rigor. <laughs> we just want to go back to doing a fun show. Let's do show. it. Next week we'll have fun stuff. We'll 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 make it a lighter show. We'll, have, we'll still yeah. have to do Trump. We'll still have to do a couple of yeah, new stories. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll not, do the things. We'll do the things. Do but... the things, but have some fun with it, too. Alright, let's get out of here. Talk right. to you guys yep. later. See you, guys. Good night. Bye. Good night, everyone. Stop there and hanging up over here.